Hello, everyone, and welcome to the NBA Top Shot Weekly Tip-Off Show, brought to you by OTMNFT.com. My name is TJ Lasig. I'm one of the co-founders here at Own the Moment, and this is episode 58 of the podcast. This is the, ep- this is the show where we bring you all the news and information, and I'll tell you what, it is the last week of the NBA season. Sad but true. We've got one or two games left in the NBA Finals. With me, as always, to break it down, we've got first Justin. Justin, a lot, lot going on in the last 30 minutes in the NFT world. Right before we come on air, it's like kind of blowing up the agenda. Oof. I'm just glad, like, you know, Top Shot's prepared, prepared us for it. We're used to getting that kind of last-minute news. And, yeah, I mean, I was actually putting together, like, the challenge analysis. I wanted to get a pretty up-to-date one before we release it on the show here. And then we just have – I wasn't even watching this in real time play out. You're the one who put in the Slack chat um that hey there's this really cool thing a 12 year old's been working on this project and released it and uh that just got flipped up on its head and we're still trying to learn more and we'll dive more into it but uh gosh crazy crazy space crazy indeed and we've got the people's champion with us tonight champion typically behind the scenes well yeah kind of the anti he's our egg egg. The, the otm egg himself producer coop what's going on coop What's going on, y'all? Uh, yeah, still an egg. We'll, we'll see if we can settle the the egg debate this week. We're we're going we're going back to the back to the well uh, to give a little bit of a sneak preview of the of, of the coop pick this week. So shout out chat, shout out those people loving the intro uh, beats. Uh, shout shout out everyone that's out there, kind of showing love. We, we love you guys back. There's a music video, Coop. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like, how do you like your Coop fried or fertilized? And uh, we're just going to, there's, we got to, we got to no answer. Like maybe it's over easy, but uh, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's not definitely in just a full shell that looks like a stone zero. I'm an over medium kind rock. of guy if, if I had it perfectly. Oh. <laughs> uh, mm. Shout out to Coop. Everybody just hit, hit the like button for Coop. He needs a bit of moral support <laughs> after we reveal his pick by the end of the show. I mean, you guys don't even, it's not even spoiling it at this point. It's just, it's just revealing the curtain and and what is behind the curtain is the, you know, the typical last place finish. All right. Let's uh, I mean, let's start with the, the latest news here in the NFT space. Cause there's probably some people that, that saw it swirling around Twitter. There's probably some people that have no idea what it is. And basically what happened is that over the last couple of hours, the story has come out about a, oh, Justin just dropped off the stream. Not sure what happened there. Uh, About a 12-year-old that launched an NFT project, the the whales. And it was then (laughs) since, hello, Justin, welcome back. I think a 12-year-old just hacked into my computer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they they didn't like, as soon as I brought it up, it's just like, oh, well, Justin's gone. Yeah, so, uh came out and then now it's swirling around that that the story is fake or that it's somebody impersonating this 12-year-old and the 12-year-old is real and oh my goodness it's it's just like we were literally talking about how this is such a great story and how you know this kind of shows the beauty of NFTs and how anybody can can get out there and then um oh like what do you make of it Justin what what have you been reading for the last 30 minutes or so yeah, no, and I'm I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, first off, we are not giving up on Top Shot. It's the final. <laughs> yeah. We're in the Deal middle. With that. Deal Did with that. Deal with that. Deal with that. 
we're, we're, we're here. We're talking top shot. We will be talking top shot. Thank you for dealing with that. Go on. But, um, yeah. Okay. So we're at a place right now where we're seeing about a project a day, if not two, three, four projects a day being released out of these NFT avatars. Um, we've seen projects of two people who whether, you know, we've seen projects of two groups that for all, you know, positive intent had no idea the other ones were creating the same thing and they're just putting out the same thing. Like there are just so many people that are out here trying to create the next avatar project. And the truth is, if you create something that's not great, you're still probably going to make some money. So there's incentive just to put it out there and try. But I think a lot of the motivation is, well, how do we become that next board ape? How do we become whatever that next one is? Or if you can't beat it, then how do I come up with a gimmick that's going to add a small amount of effort or be unique or something? And you can kind of say like the crypto funks was a gimmick where you're just taking a derivative of a very well-known project. You can kind of say that some of these more recent ones where they're just making it extremely simple with just the bits are, you know, they're unique and they're low effort or whatever. And I guess from the best we can tell is, for this new project that came out about whales, they decided, whoever's behind it, someone behind it, I'm really not sure. And what we're saying is really just all we've seen across the last really half hour. But apparently, they came out and said, hey, here's the story of how I sold all of these NFT avatar projects. And I'm only a 12-year-old. And I did this all ABC, basics, blah, blah, blah. And apparently, like, you know, they, that was really cool. I love the idea of that. Uh, I don't know how complex it is to actually create one of these. I know there's definitely some open source stuff and there's some things you can kind of copycat off, but I also think it's pretty complex. And like for a 12 year old to be able to do that is awesome. And it's a great story. And I think a lot of people wanted to buy into it because they knew like, hey, this is a chance of really blowing up. Think about, you know, may, you may even get mainstream media coming up and saying like, hey, this 12 year old made, a million, mil made millions off of NFTs. That's awesome. And then we dig a little deeper. We're not like people dug a little deeper and saw that, like, hey, this 12 year old actually has his own YouTube channel. This 12 year old is like a really smart kid. He's been around the block. He's really big into Minecraft, stuff like that. Okay, great. Then what we find out is apparently while that person is real, he may have actually been impersonated and that he actually had nothing to do with the project, but people who were aware of him thought it'd be a great idea to pretend we're him. And that's going to create this level of interest and all the positives that I had initially started with around why that's really cool. Uh, they're, you know, they tried to, you know, harness that and build off of it when in reality, this kid may have nothing to do with the project and they're just pretending to be him. And this now goes back to all of these fears around these anonymous projects. And we've seen the We've seen the rug pulls. We've literally seen projects called rug pulls to make fun of those. We saw the Appypon eggs where they built up this big idea about there's something great inside these eggs. And before we even got there, the developers just kind of ran away from the project and left and just left everyone screwed, taking millions of dollars. And now we've got people literally impersonating 12-year-olds to try to sell their projects. Um, I hope, you know, we're really big in NFTs. We still think there's lots of hope here and love the Avatar projects, but maybe... Maybe this is now going to be a tipping point to you know, help push that, hey, you know, let's actually put a face to some of these projects. Let's inform. I mean, it's a lot harder for someone to impersonate a 12-year-old or to do a complete rug pull and scam people out if we know who these people are and put a face to it. 
I understand why it's attractive to not want to put your face out there. It's a lot less risk. There's definitely some personal benefits to it. But at the end of the day, if this is a million dollar, million plus dollars endeavors, you think about how much like these is for up for grabs. We as a community should say, hey, I want projects that are backed by people who I can see their face and I can trust them and know that this isn't just someone going to try to you know, pull a rug, pull a scam, impersonate a 12 year old, whatever it is. Um, that's my initial first, you know, quick takeoff of it. Um, gosh, it's crazy. Never would have imagined something like this could happen or would happen. I don't yeah. know. Pretty, pretty wild stuff. And I guess that, that's what happens in this space. A lot of, a lot of Anans running, <laughs> running around out there that, I mean, you know, even some of the big Twitter personalities are, are just completely anonymous people that we don't know who they are. And I'm sure we could, could talk about this until we're, we're blue in the face, but definitely did want to at least, acknowledge it as it was is really swirling around twitter and uh we're still trying to digest and unpack everything that happened but crazy crazy story regardless we'll we'll keep the people updated and uh oh, just God. just just one just one comp just one oh, quick comment I, I, do think, I, I do think uh i do think like generally if it if it i i haven't followed the last 30 minutes so justin thanks for frank thanks for the update and keeping us keeping me up to date because i was following it initially a little bit and then running around with some some family stuff if, if in fact it, it were kind of the 12 year old and his dad who he learned from to code from and kind of helping him through it that's like an awesome idea or awesome project i i just had one kind of quick question uh just clarification so there was like 3500 weird whales right is that is that the right number i don't know I yeah don't know. I, okay so I, I thought there was like 3500 and then i i believe they were minted at like 0.02 so i, I was just 0.02 e so i was just trying to figure out like what was the total amount of dollars and if that was even just hyped up so i, no, I was just trying i was I'm trying to get out again out. i'll be right back <laughs> <laughs> I, I might still be here. Okay. Um, I was trying to do a quick calculator and I clicked on a link up top. Okay. So we said 0. 0.0275 times 1800 times 3250. So that's 160,000. Um, yeah. That's what I was so getting not too. Million. I, was, I was just trying to figure that out. So, but I imagine there's also secondaries in those royalties and stuff inside. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I so, was just trying to bring some clarity to some of the numbers that were getting thrown around initially on, on Twitter. And, and like you said, we'll, we'll, we'll try to figure out some of this later, but yeah, Adon projects, uh, this is some of the stuff that could potentially happen in, in this space, unfortunately, just with uh, how these things come out. I uh, thought they were pretty cool and I'm sure we'll see some, some more information about it. Yeah. Okay. Top shot. Yeah. Imagine NBA Giannis as a 12-year-old. Have you seen those high school clips of Giannis? I mean, that was not impersonating a 12-year-old. That was a man in a 12-year-old's body putting up those clips. There. You guys happy? Let's get into some top shot. Let's get let's, some NBA. Let's I'm talk NBA. We are now potentially one, maybe two games away from the finals. Justin, your sons are on the brink of elimination. Unfortunately, we do not have a game tonight. We have to wait an extra day. Producer Coop, I know you have some, some thoughts on that and the space – that I'll let Justin go first, between. and then I'll I'll, I'll uh, give some thoughts on that. Unless sure. Justin is frozen, Justin looks frozen to me. Is he frozen to you? <laughs> yeah, he's frozen. Unbelievable! <laughs> Someone get this guy some internet. All right, I'm gonna kick him out until he figures that out. So we were gonna let Justin go first, but uh, Cooper, are you ready for for your? <laughs> we yeah, just talked. I mean, we uh, just talked about whales. Now you're gonna talk about uh, your <laughs> displeasure in the. I, I should stay on brand. Time off. 
Yeah, I should stay on brand, I guess. I, 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 you know, I just looking at the schedule, we're, we're two nights off every game. I, I do think it's just a little bit crazy. Like they should just play every other night. Maybe there's one, maybe there's one two day break for, uh, you know, to, to give a little bit of rest. But playing every other night is to me just such a better experience. You follow the series more. There's just not as much off time. You know, the, the game is only so long, and then there's only so much to talk about. You know, after the game to understand the storylines, and you just hear the same sort of speech over and over and over again it's like let's play the games at the end of the day let, let, let's play ball so I, I wish they i wish they were one day off in between uh now that we have the herzig bob bat he'll back he'll give uh, a lot more insightful information about the fact that his sons are on the brink uh of elimination and uh cp3 is gonna have to step up his game if he's the leader of this team they got a must win against their against their hands tomorrow I mean, Drew Holiday has just straight up uh, eliminated Chris Paul from this playoffs the past two, three games. I guess Chris Paul played well game three, but uh, game four, he looked like he was on roller skates. He couldn't do anything. And then obviously game five, uh, not only did he just cripple him throughout the game, but obviously that steal at the end. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, like it, it, it's, it's unfortunate because I – I believe the Suns are a better team. I don't know. I mean, the Bucs are so good, too. And so I guess for me, it comes down to my fandom, obviously, for the Chris Paul situation. Uh, I think him getting MVP is now a long shot, not only from a betting odds, just because even the, in the games that they've lost, Booker's put up mad points, um, 40 points the first two that they lost. I'm not exactly sure how much it was last game, but uh, still obviously put up points. Um We'll see if they can pull it out. Maybe Chris can pull out that MVP too, which is just great to see him get a championship. I do think it is a very interesting conversation. If Giannis does pull this out, like what does that mean from a career wise for Giannis? Because at the age of 26, he gets his championship. He already has the MVPs. He'll have an MVP of the finals here. Uh, and I think what's uh, most kind of um, attractive uh, for a lot of people is that like he's done this in Milwaukee. Like, it's not like he's, you know, and obviously as a younger player, like it's not easy to go team up and stuff, but he definitely has had that opportunity from when he signed the second contract. Um, and he's made it very clear, like he wants to stay in Milwaukee. And uh, I don't think him staying in Milwaukee is going to turn into a destination for other studs to go play with him. So if he's going to keep doing this, like he's going to do it with him being the star of that team and then roll players around him. And uh, for this year, I mean, like Middleton is a fantastic role player for him with just being able to make those open threes. It reminds me of the days like when LeBron and like what you want to, what do you want to surround LeBron with in his younger years was guys who just kind of can make those threes and create their own shots on the outside. And that's what Middleton's able to do. And then the Drew Holiday, just from a defensive standpoint, uh, I think it's fantastic. Um, I'd be interested if anybody knows this in chat, how has Giannis's free throws been like in this series, because it really feels like he isn't like that hasn't been a talking point. I don't feel like the countdowns have really been impacting him. It seems like he's doing bit, been doing better there. Um, yeah, Chris Middleton's a role player. He's a beast. I he is a but like Middleton's never going to be the best player on a team. He yeah, he's not he's not a known he's not a known name at the end of the yeah. day. Like Chris Middleton's like I don't know an above average NBA player at the end of the day is how you would categorize him if all the teams in the league were playing. The other thing is like I see Malik and I and I, and I see some others in the chat saying two days off gets better basketball. We're talking about the best athletes on earth. Like you're telling me 24 hours is making that much of a difference. If Chris Paul is hurt, guess what? Chris Paul is still hurt. So don't give me this like oh they need 48 hours BS. Like they all get on their private jet, they go back to their house, 
They're in their house and their home and their bed within five hours of the game ending. Like we don't need two days off play basketball. Let's go. Like it makes no sense to me. Yeah. And I mean, this is what it says it all. When you look at the difference between games five, six and game seven. So game five, three days. So two full days rest and then game on day three, game six, two full days rest and then game on game on day three. Oh, but for the finals, because it would be Friday night. It'd be Friday. Is it? Oh, it's three games too. I thought we counted this coop, and it was a uh, yeah. It so is. it's just uh, it's just so many days off. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's you don't you don't need that much time, and I get like with the travel. Um, that's a lot. Yeah, it's it, it feels like there should be basketball on right now. People people are tripping us saying that we don't know that Chris Middleton's a beast at the end of the day. I guess. I mean, I, I love the chart about Chris Middleton where let me see if I can find it, but it's basically like, okay, Chris Middleton, he's been a Chris Middleton. All right, he kind of like forget about him. He's not really relevant. Playoffs come around. He turns into Kobe. He turns into like Michael Jordan, whatever. He's now a superstar. And then we forget him about it again. Like, yeah, he's Chris Middleton. Like without a doubt, he's the second best player on a likely championship team. Um, they would not have been able to do what they're doing without him. Uh, he's gonna have some all-stars he's not gonna be a hall of famer he's chris middleton and he's perfect for that team and uh so props great for him um most of his moments cost less than deandre eight and i know that because i did the challenge analysis so uh you guys are telling us what his value really is love it love it i definitely one of the other things and we tweeted about this the other day but find it interesting how we're seeing the the top shot market react accordingly, right? So the the Bucks were down early in the season, and then you go to the the teams page on our website, and you can see that they're now up forty two percent the the S two Bucks team over the last seven days. So I definitely think that that's good to see. I know that one of the the kind of frequent and, and you know I'm sure that the quests impact this in some way as well. But I know that one of the things that we've always been hoping for is that we see more correlation between what's happening on the court and what's happening in the top shot market. And it's good that, that we're at least seeing a little bit of that here with the, with the bucks S two, and then the trickle down to the, the bucks all. So just wanted to also call that out. And it's, it's fun to look at this page and see that and, and how it impacts after each game. And I mean, if you all want to get ahead of something and like think of as a medium short term, that's uh, a medium term top shot investment. Um, we've seen, how market is how the market has reacted to these challenger I mean not the challenge rewards to these championship rewards um, because you didn't have the rookie situation of it being announced three different times and like the inflation and back and forth like it wasn't true when it actually came out here it was nice because it came out a surprise and we've seen throughout this playoffs as the ebb and flows of the Suns and Bucks goes like people are actually valuing this hey guess what people are also going to value when there's rookie of the year where there's MVP when there's defensive player of the year. Those are also going to be valued, but because we're in this top shot world where it's very highly engaged and it's active and there's challenges, there's quests, quests, and I'm thinking about this and that, like people forget about those things, but if they came out with the championship awards, don't you think they're probably going to come out with the MVP, the rookie of the year, those as well? And uh, if you do believe that when no one else, when everyone else is zigging, everyone's thinking about this, let's go zag, go collect those players for the Lamelo, for the Jokic. If you want to take that next step and go for the go bear, if you want to take the next step and go for the, um, holy crap, I'm blanking on what else do we have? Um, most improved. We have the Knicks. Uh, we have, I mean, like just, yeah, I'm blanking right now, but yeah. Six, six man. Did you say six man? Oh, Defensive player. 
I didn't. Well, I said go bear. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm blanking yeah. on just the New York Nick right now who got most improved and I just hate myself for it. Um, Julius Randle. Julius Randle. Yeah. Yeah. Julius sorry. Randall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean like MVP and rookie of the year are without a doubt the top tier, like so much confidence that those are going to be um, Julius Randle or Chris Middleton. Oh God. Julius Randle. Ch- Chat's Julius still Randall. mad at you. For the yeah. Library. Li- I see library. Library's in the, there. One of the OG yeah. calling us out saying he's a top 30 player in the NBA and there's, 450 Ooh. of them. All right. Chris Middleton's top 30. Is that where we're going? Library saying so, my friend. That's what we got Ooh. from library. Ooh. All mean, right. You know, we may Ooh. need to we mean we may need to put Justin Ooh. into the lab after this, and, and Justin can come out with his top 30. Actually, we, we could we should take a look at a box latest take box OTM rankings. rankings and see what they say if you're able to to pull them up over on your end, Justin. I think that would be an interesting yeah, I'll, thing I'll to, do that. to look at, actually. But Secretly, Bach is listening to this show afterwards, like shaking his head at these takes. <laughs> he probably is. Chris, Chris like, Middleton's top top ten percent in the league in his in his rankings. Yeah, I mean, Middleton is definitely like a stud. I think what you, I'm assuming, what you guys are more getting at is that it's not like having Durant, Harden, and Kyrie Irving on one team, course. right? Or LeBron yeah. and AD. It's it's right. he's a very very solid number two, but it's not necessarily the the mega stud stud teams that we've right. seen. And actually, so on a team, who would I rather have of Julius Randle or Chris Middleton? I think if, if my team's already decent and I have another, you know, star player or something, I think it's probably Chris Middleton because as that complimentary nature, um, it's fantastic. Uh, but if you need someone to create, like if you need the star of your team, like if you want to be that team that's going to maybe make the playoffs and get eighth place that no one actually wants – Julius Randle's probably your better player. And I think that's why Randle did was did so well with the Knicks and why Middleton's doing so well with an actual potential championship team. Okay, this is a little biased because this includes like career and some older players. Mm, true. But we're still going to do it. We're going to take a look. So let me share screen. Right, yeah, it's not necessarily the the current players. It's their career ranking. But right, right. Which I'm curious is- to see. Oh, you're going to have to see, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Okay. You guys see that pretty decent? Yeah. Yep. Right. So I'm, I'm curious to see where he is. Yeah. So first at a high level, what these rankings are is so Bach uh, puts these up. He updates them. I'd say, I was going to say, one, so it looks like last one was 627. I know he's in the book. He said he was going to plan on doing one right after the season. So he'll put that update out. But this is like a pre-playoffs rankings. Then he'll do the post-playoffs. Um but the goal here is that, hey, for people who want to be involved in Top Shop, but maybe don't have the most MBA knowledge, or maybe people are on a show and they get in a fight with people in chat and they want to make an argument on which player has more value in Top Shot, uh, that's what these are. So it basically takes an evaluation of their career. Uh, he doesn't. He has an article on the site that actually talks about what the composite ranking is. There is a small factor around like social media aspect around like, you know, what is their actual uh, brand aspect? Because we want to include that when we think about players. But here we go. So we're going down. So uh, just some interesting games I want to throw out there. So uh, you zoom in a little more. Yeah. 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 Even more. I think, I think some people can't see. There we go. There we go. So top 10. Uh, oh, shoot. Not too surprising, I think. We got LeBron. We got some of the older guys. Uh, I really think it is interesting to have like Duncan and Dirk and Garnett right there. Uh, and I do think there is opportunity for someone like KD, had he won the championship this year, as he gets in the future, to kind of surpass those. But uh, it's a really strong top. Um, 
let's let's start doing some scrolling. We got some fun names. So this middle row is kind of potential. So uh, you know, we know Luca um, has such high upside, but right now he just hasn't really seen it. So we still got him around here. I have no idea how Embiid is this high. TJ, what'd you do to influence these rankings? I hacked in. Must up, must up. All right, we're still going to go down. We're still going to go down. I like seeing we got some Chauncey. We got some Ginobili. My boy Dwight. We still got to keep going. We still you forget how many. Going. I forget how many of the older guys are like in top shot until you look at a list like this. Like, yeah. And I mean, run it back. back. You got to do some out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. A lot of them are from the run it back. Yeah. Vince Carter, this one's one of the one that probably gets the most disagreement because as a, as a career wise with such a long, lustrous career, we had his posters on the bedroom, but like, was he ever a top five player in the NBA during his career? Top 10 even? I don't know. Probably not. We're still going down. We've got LaMelo already past him with a 35 for this year, but huge upside. I like that. Ooh, Drew Holiday. That's interesting. We got Holiday above. Maybe, maybe, maybe Bach gives Middleton a little bump uh, afterwards, but uh, I think we're getting close. And there we go, sixty-eight, one above the nice sixty-nine. Um, so in fairness, there's probably twenty-five though that are you know some of the older guys that are ahead mm -hmm. of him there. So that puts him in the low forties. And I think if we if we talk to Bachman, especially with getting a ring this year, um, this fifteen percent probably you know has that side. So maybe this moves up to like a sixty or something, and then that stays like a ten. So then we maybe move him up to like a, about like about this area. Um, I think that's fair. I don't know. It's interesting. I, I do think like top thirty is like probably at the brink of where he is. Um, would be interesting. I'll, I'll take a look to see because not off my own knowledge, but just what other different ranking sites out there and stuff for like his Middleton, a top 30 player. Good suggestion from Zach here I th or from Ryan I misread his name there. Adding an indicator for current retired players. I think what we will look to do during the off season is get those rankings onto the OTM website. We can add some filters, okay. all that good stuff. So that's going to be something that, that we do in the off season. Cause I think that'll be a fun time to look back. Also, shout out to poker pro Eric, just continuing to troll us today, letting me know that there's a run of back set. Thank you. Thank you for that. I was not aware. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's get into a little bit of what we've got going on because we continue to have challenges. We continue to have quests. I know that we just had the, the most recent, and then there were four challenge released earlier today. And I believe we do, we, do we have a finalized analysis here, Justin? Fresh off the presses? Or what's the current status that we're looking at? Yeah, so we got two things. First, we're going to go into the hollow icon nine analysis. And this is more of a kind of strategy theoretical one. Um, what we did with this is we did not actually release a hollow nine analysis. Uh, part of the reason why is because we like to do this occasionally, but it allows us to run the analysis behind the scenes, not publish it and see how the market actually reacts. Uh, because the MGLE and the hollow that were right before it were ridiculously spot on to the point of like less than 1% for each, it gave us a little concern that, hey, like, are these shaping the market too much? Uh, were these spot on? Not because they were actually accurate from an analytical sense, but because people kind of latched on to them. And especially because the hollow and MGLE is a fewer amount out there, it's a little more risk of that. Uh, so what we did is we did the analysis for hollow nine. And that's what I will share right now. I have so many screens open. So hopefully, give me a second. Hopefully I pull the right one. Okay. Um, 
So here's what it was. And what I did is I actually wrote out here. Um, is this probably a little too small, right, TJ? A little bigger would be good, yep. Okay. So I want to start off with this top right because this is, this is kind of what I was typing up at the time. And for this challenge, almost every moment that was in it, except for Jalen, uh, was, in my opinion, at about the price that I thought it should settle at if you compare what the market says. Uh, so comparing to other market prices, it looked like there actually should not have been any movement in the prices after the challenge. Um, however, whenever that's the case, we always still assume an 18%, about an 18% baseline decrease. Uh, that's what we've seen for previous times where we're like, hey, the market says this moment is actually at the right price. It still ends up on average going down around 18%. Um, so how did we put out this projection? We would have just assumed for the most part around an 18% baseline decrease for just about all of the moments. Um, small modifications you can see here. Uh, the Jalen Brown was the one outlier where that was just too high priced. Uh, so when we looked at this analysis, what it basically would come out to is, okay, here's our low S at the time. Here's where you take into that about 18%. And there's small modifications that we included based off what was, uh, you know, based off where we were seeing some of the other movement um, of the prices. And it came out to post-challenge value of 85.80, reward of 37.50, uh, and like a solid positive plus AV, which is what we've seen from, um, you know, the hall analysis is uh, the actuals ended up being 88.52. So about 300 more missed by 3% and then 300 less on the road projected value. So missed by about 8%. Uh, so in total, this is still in that kind of similar range of what we'd expect for when we put challenges out. Um, still fairly accurate but not dry, you know, without any impact driving the price. And it kind of leads us to that same conclusion that we've had before, which was a good, you know, good, good conclusion of whether or not we put out a challenge analysis, we still often see what the post-challenge prices settle at to be agnostic of whether or not we put the challenge analysis out. The one thing that changes, and I've said this before, is how quickly it gets there. So when we put the challenge analysis out, if it is way outlier, positive or negative, the market often reacts and just gets to what that future post-challenge price is quicker. Um, and I think that just gives us a level of confidence that you know we're not really impacting the market with these uh, from an eventual standpoint. It's just people who kind of have the opportunity to see them first. Um, people who are actually building them themselves before we put it out have an opportunity to really capitalize on these challenges. TJ, Coop, does that make sense? Are there questions in chat? I've got this full screen, so I can't see, but... Um, no, not the I think that makes sense. Okay. It's good to see. And uh, yeah, no questions from my end. I thought this was interesting too, is like how far, so the two most expensive ones, um, you know, as I said, like we kind of went with a new 18% here, we expected like a 30% decrease and it even dropped even more like this. Jalen Brown was just such an outlier. And then here you have Devin Booker, we expected about 20 and it actually only dropped like 15%. Um, so in, just interesting to see, but then across, you know, averaging out still only gets that gets that three percent and then it's a lot easier to do these cheaper ones because you're more just kind of guessing where you believe the floor of the challenge is going to of that set is going to end and then it's easier to compare where the kind of lower tier players are compared to the floor rather than trying to go for the middle or the top two cool cool love it okay love it love it okay let's now go to the and then there were four challenge too. So this is the challenge that just started today. 
Um, we already had an idea of what that challenge would be. So Neil had it on the site um, over the past couple of days, just kind of getting ahead of things. Um, but we wanted to make sure that challenge analysis was a bit clean. Um, so we just put that, we just did that today. Let's see if I can show this image. Okay. Do you guys just see a white screen? Uh, we saw the image for a second. Yeah, now we too. see. Now we see your whole screen, and we saw right. the pictures that you sent. Cool. All the I know. I don't know why that's happening. Um, so I lost <laughs> the picture. I'm sure I went back with him. We saw it for a second. Yeah, me too. And then it just disappeared. Um, okay, I have it in the PowerPoint as well. I can pull up. It was great pictures that you were they were sharing, Justin. A lot of outtakes at the end of the day when it comes Dang. down to putting out these graphics and <laughs> getting this stuff ready to go. Okay. Let's go from the current slide. All right, so for this challenge analysis, um, and as I said, we have not put anything on the site. Right after the show ends, we will publish it to the site. So we wanted to give the people who are watching it live a little bit of an advantage, um, you know, a first peek. Um, we take a look at project completions. We saw the most previous, the previous one, um, and then there were four challenge analysis. One ended around like three forty. Um, I think maybe three. 320, 330, we had guessed it was 250, 350, so it fell in that range. Um, the reward value here for the Aiden, and it's interesting because we're talking about Middleton, um, I think we end up seeing the Aiden settling a little more valuable than the Middleton. Uh, it's a bit counterintuitive because Middleton, um, you know, number two player, uh, apparently might be a top 30, 40, 50, who knows, player, is about to potentially get a championship. Uh, but across the board for moments, we see that DeAndre Aiden's moments are anywhere between about 20, 20% and like, 100% uh, more than Chris Middleton on the site. So that's why I think like there will still be some bias. And then we need to include the cool factor of the moment. It is the value. It is that last second, you know, tip in Duncan alley-oop in. Um, and I think like, that, that adds some value there. What's most notable for this challenge is the fragility. The, Her the Herzig bot getting emotional on us talking about the, Talking about the moment. Look at this evolving. We tried. Evolving. We tried. There was some grease it. involved, and you employ. I went went and saw the uh, the Wizard of Oz, and yeah. Um, Installation of a heart <laughs> comes <laughs> yeah. comes yeah. tough. <laughs> I need a little grease. I talked to the Scarecrow. He got me a heart. Yeah, we can we can add some emotion into these. It's into a these sick moments. play, though, man. That play was so. It sick. is. It is. It is. Uh, definitely. I was curious if you were going to mention it. I definitely was going to, but uh, it is a sick play. And so what's interesting, though, is the anchors of this challenge, the Devin Booker, the Chris Paul, and the challenge reward, DeAndre Ayton, are all sons. And it's all series two, so they all have the opportunity to get that kind of championship badge as well. Uh, I think the market, for the most part, is down on the sons right now, as which aligns with Vegas odds, so that makes sense. But as this challenge doesn't end until Friday, which is before game seven, if there is one, but after, obviously, tomorrow's game, it's at $77 as an EV now, which I think is, even if the, analysis, if the analysis is a little off, like it's a decent challenge to complete. But if the Booker, the Paul, the a Aiden, like if the Suns actually make this into a game seven, if they can pull that out, you'd expect these post-challenge estimates for all three of those players to be substantially higher than it is right now. Um, so I think this sounds like a great challenge to, a low risk challenge to complete, I would say. Um, Obviously, within any shot, anything top shot, there's always, you know, risk. This isn't it financial, financial advice, but uh, just pulling the numbers and looking at the similar moments and things like that. Uh, I think it's a pretty decent challenge to, to complete. And 
Hang on, hang on. Just a quick, just quick correction. I think update here, right? The Uh-oh. the the game seven would be would be Thursday though, right? In finals, this would end on Friday. So this well, would end. I, you would actually know. That's what we were saying earlier. You were you were counting two days, but I think okay. between game it's six game on seven, Tuesday. Thursday, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, game there. seven okay. is on Thursday. Yeah, one okay. day off. Okay, so two things there. One, let's go back to that's what I was saying about the game seven. My point was going to be that we know that, like we say, it's like okay, there were two days and then game five, two days days then game six there's only one day in between game six and game seven because they didn't want to put the game on friday night from a market wise so like it's all about the players and i thought, getting it, was, I thought it was because they heard coop rant and so they they decided to wait i'm right. seeing not thursday but the, i'm telling you i'm looking at google right now I, it says it's thursday i thought it was thursday too and that's what we talked about bachman that's why i was like yeah they don't actually care that much about the players if they're willing to do game seven on just one day of full rest because they don't want to have a game seven and on I'm a friday Thursday, July 22nd, 9 o'clock, ABC. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that makes sense, what we were talking about earlier. For this, that makes it even more interesting. Because uh, you'll because be able to tell. If we get to a Game 7 in real time, oh my gosh, now I'm excited for Game 7, just if that happens. <laughs> the market movement of all of the Series 2 moments from the Suns and Bucks in real time during Game 7 will be phenomenal. Not only for this challenge, but just in general, as people are trying to play the game of who's winning, who has the chance to get those championship badges. That would be an amazing couple hours of Top Shot, and I hope we are all fortunate enough to get that. There's going to be a lot of sharps on NBA Top Shot buying and and finding opportunities if this thing gets to Game 7, that's for sure. I will be just fiending and just not being able to just like, uh, yeah, I I would, I just want to watch. I want to watch. I want to love it. Love to see it. (laughs) Love to see it. Um. All right. I'm glad we got our days of the week figured out there. That'll be yeah, up shout, on the website shortly. Shout out Poker Pro Eric, though, too. We, we've been yelling at him. He's a troll. He, he's back trolling, but he's on our side here. He's saying <laughs> so. They obviously don't care about the rest if, you know, game seven's only one day. <laughs> that's, that's what I was trying to say. Um, I like Robert Young's comment that the spike will happen for the Suns based on game six more so than seven, because, yes, if the Suns win game six, they will then be, I don't want to say substantial favorites. Uh, what? Four and a half, five points at home puts them at something like a 55 to 60% chance. Uh, eh, closer to 60. Um, yeah, but let's say the Suns go down 10 early. Things are going to change during that game, like just how that is going. And uh, oh, now I'm just sad about the Suns. More, con- more such context a big lead. about the Thursday start, which makes complete sense because the Olympics start on Friday. The Olympics actually start before that, but that's a whole other conversation. True. That is that is that that is confusing me too. I don't. They do don't it every wonder. year. The so opening weird. ceremony is is it's almost after always after a day or two of the activity. So you see some like medals that are received prior to um, the ceremonies actually go off. Yeah. <laughs> withdrawals. <laughs> only only withdrawals I don't have are from my account. Though. That money is just sitting there. <laughs> All right. Anything else on challenges or quests? We didn't even talk about the quests. We got so man. We had the that that the Patrick Kanan was probably the most extreme quest scenario or any scenario that that we've seen. It, what was he up like three hundred percent? Yeah, something like that. Which, um, like sixty or sixty-eight bucks or something what, like that was the top. There. What's what's interesting is we haven't seen like a bottleneck that difficult because usually for challenges your comparison is at the most extreme is like a slash 35k 
and I think a slash 15K, uh, which is what we saw with like the Dwight Howards and the Clint Capella. Maybe we then see like a 40K and something, but like we haven't even seen a 40K and a 12K. But now the thing that's different is not only this difference in a 40K and a 12K, it's more like a 100K and a 12K because you don't need to own a specific moment. There are what, 39 different triple-double moments you can own. So you have a huge amount that you can, oh no, this wasn't the triple-double. This was the, was this the top seven scores? I don't remember. Yeah, there's so many questions. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was the yeah, scores. I think it was the scores, I believe. The top, like top and you had to get scores. the top seven. Okay, so still, okay, so that was like a challenge. But again, you're comparing like a slash 35, 40K to the 12K because it was the only one out there. And uh, yeah, it's high, it's high. And uh, yeah, I think that is interesting what uh, Dr. Fogger just showed. Like it didn't actually go back down to its base. Um, so acceptably so it increases in value it increases in demand as this you know quest happens uh but then you don't see <laughs> did i say the name wrong i don't know what you said but i said pat, pat conathan conathan and it's so funny i literally i typed in i started typing in patrick and and it wasn't coming up and i was like wait his name's pat right then it was pat so i i almost went over too Oh, that's Which, cool. I like Kanaten. Yeah, you guys don't listen to us for for name pronunciations here. Come on, guys. There's a lot of random players in the NBA that I don't even plan on talking about, and then all of a sudden there there it goes. And I'm just. And if we always got it right, guys, you wouldn't be able to jam into the chat that <laughs> yeah, he yeah. is a flat out fish. He has no idea what this guy's <laughs> name is. <laughs> what fun is that? Oh, Poker Pro Eric with a sharp advice, Pat C. <laughs> You can't uh, I'm assuming he paid you to say his name 10 times. I feel like I'm on trooper, super troopers. Meow. License and registration. Connie, meow. I like that. We, yeah, yeah. Connie. Connie. I'm just going to, yeah, I should just start going with all I'm hockey nicknames. Just adding a Y to last of ever. Like, oh, uh, yeah, Connie. Can we do a quick hockey reference? Do you guys Bach see is, what? Bach is going to come to the chat yelling at us again. <laughs> do you guys see what Cooch uh, was signing stuff with? I did not. <laughs> 14 no. million over cap. <laughs> Apparently, so okay. There's Wait. a never mind. Yeah, I didn't see this. I did oh, not yeah. see this. explain at this point. Lightning got around a salary cap issue by yeah. putting putting Cooch on at, for his hip injury throughout the regular season. When you get into playoffs, there's no salary cap for the playoffs. You can bring a player on. People were complaining the Lightning were 14 million dollars over the salary cap because of that. And so he's just leaning into it and was signing stuff as just 14 million over cap. And uh, I think it's beautiful. Oh, this is great. Chat, chat, chat's good tonight. They're, uh, they're keeping us on our toes for sure. <laughs> oh man. All right. What, 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 what else do we got? Let's go avatars. Let's get yeah, the fun let's going. Go avatars. Let's go avatars. Let's go avatars for a bit. Oh, yeah. All right. So we got our friend, Friend of the podcast, Mr. Moment Nerd, came out along with uh, Bayus Brain. Oh, boy. Bayus yeah, Brain. Hopefully, that's the proper pronunciation. I'm not familiar with whoever that is, but Moment Nerd, good guy. Someone that I've I've actually had some one-on-one -on -one conversations with as well. And uh, kind of – I remember when, when he was discovered back, back in it's the – it's the really a sad ago. discovery story because it never came to fruition. I know, but uh, and, uh, he's been on the map ever since. Moment Nerd, obviously, super popular for all the awesome work he does with the showcase quests and helping people check out whether or not their quests are eligible. And then uh, they came out with this awesome project where you can go ahead, type in your Top Shot username, and then create 
an avatar from the moments that you have in your collection. So let's uh, let's check it out. Check out my and it, it, it's actually been I've been playing around with this and it's kind of fun because it, ma it makes me wish that I had moments that I don't like. I wanted a Joel Embiid rare avatar and then I, I don't even have one. I just have a bunch no. of commons. And like the avatars aren't exclusive; it's just a common. Thank you. So yeah, you guys can go momentnerd.com slash avatar type in your username you can sort by tier any player they got you hiding the base at the start because again the the rare one i mean if i was justin i'd probably just be rocking a dwight howard avatar here we can I go mean, ahead generate that it's not bad you know what i'd really be rocking like D dwight howard obviously but right now it'd be number 61 it'd be number one number 61 cp one of the CP360 ones. Need to give him all the additional just, mm, that does look cool though. That's really nice. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. So it, did I did I see that right? It is, and uh, it looks like chat saying that too. It's rares in, in uh, above, right? You can't do the- oh, you, you literally can't. Uh, I didn't even try it I, earlier. I just- I had saw that, but I'm not exactly sure. Eh, so you can show it, but what, then you can't. I mean, here's- a, Oh no, there. Yeah, it looks like yeah, you can. I thought I was looking at it earlier. You can do that. Yeah, that's sweet. You can base set it up. And then you need the moment. Like I, I saw someone did like the number one LeBron, right? And they were like adding dingling. I, I don't know if that – can't remember who that was on Twitter. Yeah, but I, I mean it, yeah. I guess if I went and typed in that my username was dingling, uh, then I, okay. then I, then I can sense. do whatever I want, right? Yeah, that's true. I think that's probably what people did if that's what they're doing. Yeah, uh, so if you if you want to if you want to fake flex, you can just type in and look at – just all number ones. All right. So, so next we're gonna next we're gonna work with Moment Nerd to uh, get some validation behind the yeah. scenes. Yeah. Make sure that you need to validate your account, Agreed. so uh, it'll only generate it for if you own it. But then the obvious is, what if you sell it after that? So next thing you know, we're all just pretending we're twelve year olds. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what would you be, what would you rock? You'd probably rock a uh, Reggie, a Reggie Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see the Reggie. Yeah, I want to see what it looks like. Maybe. What, what is your what, what is your thing? Producer underscore coop. Producer underscore coop. Yeah. We, we know what he would rock. Definitely has there to be is. the Kobe. Can, can you can you can you put fifty percent of the of the Kobe in there? Can I put fifty percent <laughs> of the Kobe in? I, I can't claim that's fully mine, unfortunately. Steal the overs that I do. I do like to forget about the fact that I only own fifty percent, and then look up my account. It's great. <laughs> Here that's he is. Cool. Ooh, with the, that's the sixty nine one. Sixty nine six. You know it. Hashtag nice. Hashtag LeBron. Oh, it'd be cool oh, if LeBron yeah. was in that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah um, why, is, why is LeBron not in the back of that or something? Behind my CJ, boy. We need to find those assists that it's really just a LeBron moment and uh, see if we can get him in the avatar. <laughs> let's uh, let's see what the Kobe would look like. Let's pull up the Kobe for Coop, and then we can figure out how do we slice it in half. Let's yeah, see. give me half the Reggie and half the Kobe tribute. Oh, yeah. Either. The old eight to I guess I could use the double double jersey number. I mean, <laughs> but we'll wait until after Chris Paul. This would yeah, this would definitely be the one to it's only a common. I forget. But yeah. You I kind of like, like that it's only the common. <laughs> oh, but you know. For common folk, producer Coop, I love <laughs> it. Exactly. Man of the people, the people's champion. Or Again, as we're going to find out soon, the, the not so much of a champion. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we just wanted to share this. We thought it was fun. Thought it was cool. Yeah, it's definitely awesome. Lots sure. of people what just a tool. coming up with creative ideas. 
out there, and this is this is definitely a cool one. So and shout I, out to I mean, the Mama Nerd. This is well, like the Bayes Brain guy's like fourth or fifth thing that he shared that has been just absolutely awesome. The idea that you could like he he put in there you could customize like your own experience based on what tags you had. I think was one of the things he came up with. Like definitely some awesome like customization of your own portfolio of moments that he's come up with. So shout out to that guy who's uh who's putting in some work behind the scenes to make some of this stuff happen for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, he's definitely the brains behind this. Uh, Momenter was very gracious to use his site, and I'm sure there was a lot of additional uh, back-end stuff to get the moments and such. But, um, yeah, Bayes has done some great stuff. Uh, top shot, go hire him. I don't know if he's actually interested in looking for a job, but, uh, no, he's done some great, cool ideas uh, from a design user X, user I experience. User interface experience probably isn't right, but that's fine. Love it, love it. Are you roboting right there? People. I was confused where that was where that was going for a second. I was like, oh, now I get it. Got it. Yeah. All right. What else do we have? What do we've got? We've got we got Arden Athens. Giveaway. We got our giveaway. Okay, we got that. So first off, let me introduce this a little. Yeah. Um because I think some people saw on Twitter and it's just kind of a, a project that I'm personally passionate about and we're going to continue to develop out. Um, but so at, at on the moment, um, you know, a lot of the stuff that we do is really around the top shot and around the community and around building these shows and the website and all that. But there are some other cool things that we're working on. And one of those is right now uh, user interface design. There are things. Um, and one of those that we are working on right now is looking to connect some of these NFT and digital artists with athletes that are looking to get into NFTs and NFT projects. And specifically, a lot of the opportunities around the college athletes now that the uh, you know, NIL uh, allows for them to be compensated for their name, their image, their likeness. Um, and a lot of them don't have that huge you know, following, that huge brand, that huge marketing opportunity. <laughs> and so for the 1% of college athletes that are going to be able to get those Nike, the Gatorade deals, they're always going to be able to get them. That's fine. But there's still 99% of other college athletes that don't have those opportunities. And we think that NFTs are an amazing way to give them control over their brand, give them control over their distribution, give them control over when they do this, how they do it, how much they charge, how much they make, all these aspects that really give control to the college athletes. And one of the ways to do that is what we want to do is pair them and give them the opportunity to select from a range of digital NFT artists that they connect with. And so what we've done is we put out a call and we're continuing to work with, continuing to find, continuing to kind of scout out who are some of those best NFT digital artists out there. Um, so then athletes can kind of flip through and be like, hey, this is the one, these are the ones that I connect with the most and let's put those people together and help them actually launch some NFT projects. Um, so what I'll do, um, I'm gonna share one slide of just some of the um, amazing artists um, that we've seen so far that have contacted us, that have reached out. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, some of them are graphics and such. Some of them are just really cool. Uh, and I think it allows to show like the creativity of the creativity as well as like the customization that the athletes are able to choose. Like, hey, what connects with you? Um, some of you might actually notice some of the artists in here um, they are, you know, some of these are, they were videos at least. I don't know if they stopped playing, but they'll keep going for a little, um, but just some really cool stuff. And, uh, this is something we'll continue to do, but without going too much into it, just wanted to share that because we now have a giveaway for people that kind of helped out and kind of spread the word 
around this. And uh, I'll pass that over to Coop. Yeah, let me, uh, let me find the right wheel here. I've been jamming, been jamming names into in the chat, people that have been active tonight. Whether they're chirping us or they're showing some Wait, they're chirping. People are still they're still getting their name out, Pat. Time out, time out. So this is for the people who were Twitter. You have that one? You know it, Justin. I got it. He's got it. Find the right one here. He's got it. Chat's still chirping. Also, I saw someone chirping me about, I guess, library. Library's name showed up in my drop down. Yeah, the guy's got a lot of moments. So when I do testing... I use lo- library. I use your account a lot when we're doing testing on our website because we try to make sure that it works. that's all it is, people. We use people like library. I've got all the most moments. My goodness, everything's a freaking conspiracy or something. A lot that's, of detectives. That's all out it there. is. My goodness. A lot of Sherlock Holmes <laughs> in the NFT space these days, and good for them. Um, yeah. So this is the this is the artist. So this was the retweets on our tweet. Um, that was basically almost, I think almost a month ago at this point, at least three weeks ago, three weeks so ago pretty, back. Yeah, something like that. pretty good number here. We got 298 names. Uh, I see Jay Minor. I see Evan Tan. I see some regulars. That's oh a, yeah. That's oh a, yeah. That's a, that's a so this is a LeBron some, moment. This is a, yeah. uh, this a, is a long LeBron assist. What, which one is this? I think that's right. I think that's right. I'll confirm which one it was in the tweet to make sure we give out the right one. But, um, yeah. So. <laughs> Library is also twelve. I like I like Ryan's comment. You guys are very popular. <laughs> we have seen. We had to let this thing run for twenty days to be able to get this number of retweets. You know, you got to play it up sometimes. All right, let's uh, let's get to it. This is this is for a LeBron moment, which are always coveted, no matter which one it is. So good luck, everybody. Spin, spin, spin. Luck. Let's see. Will it be a rec- name we recognize? TJ Coop. What do you say? I think it's going to be an Anon. It's an Anon. JB. I don't know. Good initials. But uh, President President JB. JB. All right. Congratulations. Um, We will find you on Twitter and gift you that moment. Should we? uh... (laughs) Library said, I hope I win. That would have just been been fantastic after that. Be like, "Uh, yep. It was all all planned. Yeah, I, I know there's a lot of iRacer in here. I think my favorite was an iRacer uh, tweeted out after the whole trip that he got a whole row to himself on the airplane and look how lucky he is. <laughs> good, good, good. Okay. Um, we got a pack to rip. We got to have some fun. We got to give some moments. I definitely got packs to rip for sure. Go, I got all star packs. Yeah, Let's go. Definitely. How, how are we going right. to go about the gifting process? Has he not been doing the wheel? Probably not. I was assuming not. I have been. Of course I have been. Yeah, of course. course On the show? That's impressive. Come on, man. Come on, man. This is is not amateur hour here. Chirp, 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 chirp. Shout out, producer Coop. Give me at least a little bit. While Coop gets that ready, let's do a quick underdog. I know we're running close on time. Oh, yeah. Um, Let's let's inspire. Let's inspire Coop. You know, just make him feel better before uh, opening some bags. Oh, my goodness. Let's do it. All right. The underdog. Pick them. Let me make sure that I share the right one. I think this is it. All right. Underdog. Pick them last week. I had. Oh, yeah. We had talk on the show. After all that, guess who picked Chris Middleton? Because he's a top 30 (laughs) basketball player in the NBA right now. (laughs) And he wins with it. Let's go. This was the first. I dead flat on Devin Booker. 575. 
a week ago, 575 today. Producer Coop just <laughs> minus 18%. I mean, you don't even miss by a little bit. It's just like <laughs> if people were taking your advice, you'd be breaking homes. Like <laughs> Oh, you better be careful, Coop. You may get hired at Barstool. No. <laughs> oh, Lots of oh, jabs out there. Oh, and I'm, that I'm brings the, the, the total. Me and Justin <laughs> tied with four. The guests at three. The guests are drawn dead this week, which is good for Justin and I. So no, really, let's give it a chat. Let's give it all, a chat. Chat's oh, got to yeah. come up with something. Okay, chat. Over the course of the next whatever – Put uh put who who you want to pick for this week's moment, and we'll give one to you guys. And uh, yeah, we'll get into ours. I don't think I did the, the thing, so we'll just jump right into it. I went with Drew Holiday. We we talked about him earlier on the show. Guys, just playing some some strong basketball. I also saw that he was like one of the the furthest down over the last seven days, which I was a little bit surprised by. Same but, with uh, guys. Yeah. I I figured that that combination, I was like, I mean, obviously it's a moment from when he was not on the Bucks, but could get a little bump if they, they get the championship this week. So Drew Holiday is my guy. That's this really is great. We get to hear Coop explain his pick. Yeah. This is going to be good. How was Drew Holiday down after that steal? He was down like 18% like... on the week. It was almost as if Coop picked him. And it was the exactly. week. It's not, exactly. Yeah. It's not like things exactly. bounced back from like, oh, he took a spike because like. Right. What, I think all the games, the big games of this past week, which was why, you know, similar reason I took Brooke Lopez. And I'm just like, hey, you've got a player who's about to go likely win a championship. Um, way too cheap for his top shot debut. Gets a championship here. Has a little momentum. Um, end of the day, just too cheap um, uh, of a moment right now. But not as cheap as Reggie Bull. <laughs> the, the trolls in the chat are actually pretty good. <laughs> I certainly was not invited to the op party, just so you guys know. But yes, in daily fantasy sports, I'm always looking for the 1% guy that's going to hit a home run. So <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's what I like to do, my friends. When, when you want to burn money, truly burn money, just follow, just follow some of the picks that I have. So Reggie Bullock is legit the, the floor. He is legit the S1 floor. So go ahead. Sell him off. Go ahead. Lower the entire S1 floor. Go ahead. Oh. That that that's what I want to see. Again, I, be- this is I a- believe he was nineteen dollars earlier today. So. I'm, I'm gonna help Coop. This Reggie Bullock is really just a steal from LeBron. So it's just the cheapest S1 LeBron moment you can buy. Sergeant Stogie with the it's not a GPP, it's a cash game. Cash games are just wastes of dollars. You don't even get a sweat to win like a lot of money. It's just like holy crap, I might double like. You know, it's like, might as well play one-handed blackjack. At least get it over fast. <laughs> Robert Young says, "Wait, Reggie Bullock was a real thing." Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, yes, I, I, I don't know if we got any kind of consensus from the chat. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pivoting. We're gonna have people after the show put it in the YouTube comments. Oh, that's easy. That'll give them more time. Or... Give some more. Uh, time for those as well and also it's a lot easier for us to keep track and we can see which is the highest choice after like a day or two um and then that'll be the pick for you guys which don't take too long i don't want you guys cheating and going after someone who has big movement it's got to come in basically by like tomorrow before the game all right oh. rip them coop what do we want to uh what do we want to rip here i got what's in the vault um 
Let me make sure I share audio. It's going to crash a whole series. Getting super trolled. I like the one that says Again? $19. $19 above where the floor should be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, I'm giving away a, the, the, one of the playoff moments here. So what do we – you guys want the, the third, I assume, the Series 3 or the, oh, or yeah. the Series 1? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. All right. Go Series. Go when you burn in as expensive a moment as possible. <laughs> Here we go. Hit the like button, chat. We don't have we don't have enough likes. Hit the like button while Coop opens a pack. Or else he'll refuse to, to gift it. I mean he won't actually do that, but still like so it. Wait, what's like what's in this? Is this two playoff moments or just one? Uh, I believe it is two playoff moments and a sixty percent chance of getting around three one. Yep. All right. So let let's that. let's gamble. Let's gamble a little bit then. So we'll give we'll give the first playoff moment that, that pops up, whether it's like the best or the worst one. We'll give the first one that pops up. Okay. Watch right, it be so like a number one cereal, or it's just going to be the nuts. People I mean, if it's nuts, it's the, it's, it's the nuts for you know these people that are in the chat. Good for them. Like All right, uh, Here we go. where are we going? Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Out, where are three, we going? That's three, two, one. Three, two, one. All right. All right. First playoff moments going to somebody. Let's see. Oh, number eighty-two. That's a um, pretty solid playoff moment. Henrich, welcome, welcome, <laughs> Nice cereal. Henry. Nice cereal for the people. Number eighty-two for the. No, but this isn't this isn't a playoff moment, right? This is the common, right? Oh, that, oh, yeah, that was just the common. And it was a 12,000, so I assumed it was a first. Um, and a top then, debut, nice. Yeah, okay, so you obviously did not make the playoffs. Kind of missed that Yeah, part. I was like, the Thunder weren't in the playoffs, so that's not the yeah. one. All right, let's go to number eight, three, eight, five. Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn. That's going to be a first-round playoff moment. Yeah, Heat first box. Pick six. That'll probably be his last moment as a Heat player. Good steal. Kind of cool. All right. Number one. Here we go. Number 10, five, six, seven. Will Barton. Oh. Will Barton. Remember when Will Barton was like the most desired player during the Cool Cats? Yeah. Those were the days. Those were the glory days. Three to $400 for like a slash 15K Will Barton, whatever it was. Truly the glory days of Top Shot. All right. So Ken Kendrick Nunn. Is uh is going and do we want to raffle now or you guys want to you guys had something to rip or what? I think we're we an hour raffle it. Yeah, let's let's we, run the wheel. We got all a meeting go. in twenty minutes. I got to join. <laughs> TJ right. just cracking. Uh, oh, yes. Let's wheel. Late late hours here at OTM. You know nothing like ten p.m. weekly Monday night meetings, <laughs> but the you got to do what you got to do. All right, let me open up the other wheel here. Someone's definitely going to be like, hey, my name is not on this wheel. <laughs> For sure. Probably right. <laughs> and then our response is... should have chatted more. Yeah, got to chat. You got to be chatty. Also, uh, we didn't get Space Jam talk. So while you're doing this, oh, we did. we're going to do some Space Jam talk. Um, first off, have you guys seen it? Should you guys watch the newest? I didn't, I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. I did you not know, get a chance. I, I have it on the, on the list for okay. this week. Of course I did. We need to Someone update did the their due diligence. We are, right, because like we put out the rankings, but like you got to watch the game. Like you got to study the tape. 
And uh, we learned some things from the tape. So there's been some movement in the rankings, we'll say. First off. Bro, don't spoiler alert. Right. I'm, I'm going to be careful here. Oh, yeah. But Good point. Foghorn was ejected from the game. You can't get ejected from the only game that matters in the entire movie and expect that you're going to have a high ranking. Good news is I don't think he actually has any moments that are NFTs. So they did our due, their due diligence for us by not giving him an NFT. Otherwise, he would have gotten really down there. Um, moving up the rankings, Porky Pig came in with dropping some hot beats. And Ooh. turns out you get you drop beats, you drop a mic, like that gives you points in this NBA game. So uh, Porky Pig moving up the rankings showed a little spunk that we did not expect. Uh, Tweety is not the most impressive performance. Starts off with a face slam, just kind of gets walked over and just doesn't do enough to make up for Tweety just not not really being there. Uh, Gosh, so, shocker, shocker. I, I had the uh, Tweety NFT, so of course, you know, just <laughs> huge shocker there. I get it. And then the number one most disappointment of it movie with regards to these NFTs was all about Daffy Duck. Uh, just just doesn't do anything, just kind of is annoying, isn't helpful, doesn't provide any value on the court, really just kind of bothers people the entire time. Like, I thought that we were – is it Daffy Duck or Donald Duck? I don't actually know which one. Well, but really just doesn't do a great job, really just kind of just annoys. And that's uh, not a good team player, not going to be a good performance. And uh, the final one, moving up the rankings – Arguably the MVP of the game, Wiley Coyote. He wow. pulls an amazing move, a cloning move that you're not ever going to see again. And so many points on the board. Like, I'm not saying who won this game, but if a team won this game, it might have, it 100% was because of Wiley Coyote and what he's been able to do. So when you let's can get go. him as a partnership with the Roadrunner, there's yes, a must-have moment, wow. and that spikes up the board. Wiley Coyote. Let's go. And Wiley Coyote. Let's go. Love Wiley, it. baby. I have Wiley in my uh, in my portfolio as well. I got Tweety and Wiley. So my 11-month-old son just uh, has his first two NFTs. So there we go. Like he should drop an NFT project. <laughs> all right before we get too far <laughs> before we get too far off, off track let's uh let's give away this kendrick nun i tried to pick up a few more people um let's let's share screen here so someone i don't think jonathan even realizes how funny this comment is <laughs> well your movie ticket and popcorn being taxed right off as it was work related ah <laughs> uh, so i can just see justin submitting and an ex like being like <laughs> Expense report. Four dollars. Four dollars. He's like, ah. So, well, all my my cable is already a write off for DFS because <laughs> Justin the writes game, everything off, guys. If you if you want to tax sharp season, you got to go. Poker Pro Eric said he already took a nap today, so he doesn't want to take another one. We don't need tax strategy <laughs> here. But uh, yeah, if you for DFS, if you uh, you know, run it as a business. Your, uh, in, your internet and uh, watching the games and doing the research is a write-off, but I don't think my HBO counts in that. So uh, uh, not, not going to be a write-off. Just got to pay those bills. All right, chat. Let's get someone the Kendrick Nunn, correct? 
Yes. Yeah, Kendrick Nunn. I'm adding a few last minute people that I uh, I know their names. So let's add these eight of five. Josh Holmes. All right. John Holmes. Josh Holmes. Josh we are at our peak. We are at our peak watch, like pretty much our peak watching right now. The the the, the, the people are just coming at the end for the giveaway. Is that what's going this down? Classic, this? this is classic rent seeker shit. Wow. Right now. Just like, like the god. MBL stream. would just be fired up right now. Just <laughs> just like the stream, just, please. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna rent seek at the end, at least come in and like the stream, please. We we, would, we gotta. At least Here's the that. funny thing: they're probably actually watching from the beginning of the show and just catching up, and they're not listening at all. So uh, hopefully, they're catching up on <laughs> chat and just seeing it. Library, uh, yeah, 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 true. But if he wins, That's I'm that. certainly not gifting it to library. I'm sure he'll come up with something <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll come up with some awesome giveaway for sure. But he's in, he's in here. I hope it I hope it lands on his name. All right, here we go. Uh, Kendrick Nunn playoff moment. Good luck, everybody. Spin that wheel. I sp- I promise you, it's spinning. You just can't see because of Coop's computer. Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we're stopping on Philly. 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 Oh, Philly special. Philly, Philly. Oh, little BDE, little TJ. TJ, are you uh, are you back in Indy? I am. Yeah, I'm in a Is this the room. new is this the new setup? I think you're I, in a you're, I'm you're just in, in a hotel room. I'm just in a hotel room right now. Is that a shower right. curtain behind you? That is not. No, it's the real <laughs> curtains. <laughs> Sorry, sorry for disappointing people with no low clock today. <laughs> well, congratulations, Philly. Uh, you congrats, know the deal. Philly. Shoot our Twitter. Shoot us a DM. Let us know your top shot name. We'll add you to our spreadsheet and gift you a Kendrick Nunn next week after the seven days. I can't believe it. Oh, cannot, man. I cannot I cannot believe it. I cannot it. believe oh, it. Collins, BK, you missed it. It's not. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. <laughs> let's get out of here let's get out Take of here home, please thanks chat fun 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 time tonight hey we'll, wait, uh, wait. we'll be back did anybody in chat bid on some shoes today because i definitely <laughs> saw a couple names that i recognized brilliant green was in there there were a couple from our disc yeah um there were some asics i i might have snagged one below the reserve we'll see if it goes through um but that, that was fun but shout out to anyone who was in those in those auctions because i saw a couple of your guys names Grinding all the streets, just picking up whales, picking up shoes, picking just up all pick the up things. 12-year-olds. Jesus. Okay. All right. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> We're going to shut it down. <laughs> on behalf of Justin, on behalf of Producer Coop, I'm TJ Lasig. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>